This message is prohibited. All right, welcome back to another episode of Taboo Talks. Yeah, on this episode, we got City here, an awesome friend. You also go by Wabi Sabi. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is I like to give everybody like an introduction, and then you can fill in the holes. All right. Um. So City here is an amazing person. Your alias is Wabi Sabi, and I guess I'll get into what Wabi Sabi does. Um. So, not to be mistaken by wa- uh, Wasabi. Oh yes. Um. <laughs> Wabi sabi is not a food, and so everything that I know about you. So wabi sabi means to find the perfect in the imperfection, and that translates to a lot of things that you're doing.、Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is a movement that you've started called "Damn, You're Beautiful,"、mm-hmm. and then your workshops that that I really enjoy. I really okay. I really do enjoy them. Like no lie,、Yay. I'm not. I'm not trying to like you know, cookie. Butter you up. There we go. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, I really like your <laughs> workshops, and so the workshops.、Um, so Wabi Sabi puts on these work- workshops, as well as you do blog posts from、mm-hmm. from time to time.、Mm-hmm. I'm assuming.、Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and speaking of the workshops, I really like. Well, I've only been to two, so I really like the recent two <laughs> that I've been、okay. to. It's okay. There's only been five, so <laughs> you've been to almost half. Yeah. Well, tell us about "Damn You're Beautiful" because I think that's a really good movement to talk about. Okay, for sure. Um, so I mean, I guess I can't talk about the movement unless I talk about what Wabi Sabi is. So、okay. is that cool? If I yeah, just yeah, like yeah, start yeah. from the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. So you kind of、uh, touched a little bit on like what. What like the work, the kind of work that I do in, I mean, I guess in the community or like just for people or for myself.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with Wabi Sabi,、uh, it's actually my blog and my entity on online. And so what you said, yes, Wabi Sabi is finding perfection、uh, in the imperfection, and that really is my model in life, where I how I. View life and how I treat people and how I treat myself and it's just kind of a, a way that I carry myself through like every parts of my life.、Mm-hmm. And so, in 2018, in the summer of 2018, I started the blog Wabi Sabi, and it really was a way for me to really express myself and find connections with other people、um, who were also going through tough times as me. Like things that I was struggling with, things that I was triumphing over,、uh, things that I have achieved. So it really, just I started writing a lot of blog posts about just like myself and my true self, and trying to be authentic and hoping that other people can relate and connect with me, because I think for me, I've always just felt so alone in the things that I've done, and that I really wanted to bring my true self out, and that was really my way of doing it, and it was really a way to help. Myself heal and help others heal in the process, and give people a space to to also be authentic and to accept who they are for who for for whatever you know they are whoever they are.、Okay. And so with the blog, I started the Damn Your Beautiful movement a few months later, and that、mm. that movement is really like this sign that says Damn You're Beautiful, and I really just like take it out into different places in the community or with certain people, different like places and. Organizations like wh- wherever I meet, I just like, hey, you want to take a、uh, picture with this, you know, blah blah blah. So it is really just like a positive movement to really encourage 
each individual woman and girl to embrace their own unique beauty and to really accept themselves for who they are because there's not just one one definition of beauty or you know whatever society puts it out to be um and so once a woman or a girl can do that for themselves and they can continue on to encourage other women to you know accept themselves for who they are like their own unique beauty like on the inside and out and this movement really is to just uplift and like raise positive vibrations for like all the females here or whoever i identifies as being female and mm-hmm. like it, this movement hasn't really um i mean it's not just touching like women and uh women and girls or female female identifying uh people it, it really is touching like a lot of men too because i know that a lot of men have been attending my workshops too and some are friends and some are men that you know just came you know and i'm I'm very surprised and, you know, I feel like, you know, this isn't just for women too and it speaks to men too. Mm-hmm. Maybe to a side that some men want to, you know, hone their their energy towards that maybe they haven't been before. So it's been really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh yesterday was amazing. Yes. We had we had a really good discussion. Mm-hmm. Um and for the people that weren't there, there was an amazing interaction that happened. And what happened was that some a, ra- a new person mm-hmm. came on in off the street. They saw us um, at the the shop, Mai's mm-hmm. Floral Shop. I guess we'll do a quick quick plug for that. Too. <laughs> so yeah, where we where we were having it was Mai's Floral Shop. That's on Snelling and. Um, I think it was Thomas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Snelling and it's off Snelling and Thomas. If you don't know where Thomas is, it's literally three blocks north from university in Snelling. Mm-hmm. So it's right in that area. Um, and anyways, there's this new person that came in and she came in because like she just wanted to check it out. And she actually stayed for the whole time, which was really amazing. Cause like mm-hmm. most people, you know, like most people, Cause I've done that a lot. Like mm-hmm. I've just gone to events like just off the street, and sometimes you know I just leave early and just like you know if I'm not feeling it. But like it was really cool that she ended up staying. Mm-hmm. Um, and our discussion was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were we talking about yesterday? We were talking about finding our authentic self. Mm-hmm. Um, or outside of labels, yeah, and, and your identities and your the expectations that are put on you, and like yeah. who you true like finding who you really are outside of those things that supposedly defines you in society yeah Mm -hmm. and speaking of which it's you know it's the month of february and uh valentine's day is coming up next friday Mm -hmm. you know and so everybody's like you know it hasn't really started yet but it's (laughs) definitely gonna come up you know people are gonna be posting like um yeah i've already (laughs) seen some people post like oh yo like uh, single for life or <laughs> oh like gosh. you don't need no man <laughs> or like you know um and so it ties really well with not the most recent one but the the one right before this one mm-hmm. which was about self-love mm-hmm. and um yeah like what do you what do you remember from that workshop oh um, like wh- i i actually want to get your like thoughts about like how it went for mm-hmm. you like so the so you're talking about the the one in January yeah the January the one finding yourself after a breakup right yeah that one. yeah 
Um, and how did I feel about it? You said. Yeah, like what was your like experience with that? Experiences with the event? Yeah. Or okay. Um, I feel like for me, like every workshop, I feel like I always gain something from every workshop. Mm. Um, and for me, for that or particular workshop and particular topic, I think it was very special to me, mm. because I think it was, you know, after like going the the title is going or finding yourself after a breakup and that was one that um I was pondering on whether to do because I feel like you know sometimes when you feel like oh like I'm not even completely over this breakup how can I talk about healing or talk about getting Mm -hmm. over it if I'm not over it but I I think for me I always try to try to see it as you know it's okay to help others even if you're not like fully recovered from it though you mm-hmm. you know you are trying and you are healing and making steps but doesn't mean that you're not good enough to not talk about those things because if you are going through it too then other people are too and right. I feel like every time that I do a certain workshop depending on the specific topic like I feel like I always find some sort of healing from that them from that topic and like I always like gain something different too and something new and um and and, you know just talking about it and just just being real with people on on the things that you're going through even as a facilitator like saying that you have to you are also going through it right it it just it's just it's it's so real like it's so authentic like you know if you go to like a professional event and like you are like the facilitator you got to be like oh I got to be perfect I got to make sure I speak right I got you know I got to make sure I present myself in the best way and that's Mm -hmm. that's why for me like I like very informal spaces when I do workshops like I want to make sure that people can smile and laugh and cry and and just like speak their minds you know like they don't have to put up a a formal facade or like a professional facade for me I'm all about connecting with people deeply and it's always Mm -hmm. about that so like and it's about like expressing how you truly feel and so yeah with that specific workshop I feel like it was really healing because even though like you know there's always a fear of when people want to share like certain personal stories but you know you know as long as it it gets them to think about it within themselves even if they're Mm -hmm. not sharing it I feel like people gain something as well and for me when the work the workshop itself like I always find it great when I know that people get something out of it that's what makes me feel good you know when I know that it affects people in a positive way yeah yeah totally you know you trying to interact people mm-hmm. without their masks on mm-hmm. exactly because yeah. you do that enough in society why not just have a one space where you can just take it off for like yeah. two hours you know for show sure, for show sure. and uh at that time we we what i really strongly remember um there was an individual who had a, a really deep story to mm-hmm. tell um uh, but um not to really focus on that point um also we talked about like things that we do to heal and like that led to like self-love and Mm -hmm. things like that and like i really liked your definition of self-love um so could you explain it again because i don't really remember i don't really (laughs) i don't even remember what i said honestly (laughs) i don't even remember what i said about self-love what do you remember from it? Because <laughs> I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> um, well, I remember saying... And I could feel it because I don't really remember exactly what I said. Maybe I, I missed the point. Like, what, what did I say? I remember saying my piece about what I thought self-love was. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yeah, totally. Like, 
that's how I think about oh, it too. Oh, about the two, like the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah what do you? I just like want to get your your full opinion on the spot because like you didn't really explain it that day uh, about what you think about what self love is, mm-hmm. but like you just kind of like agreed and yeah. just kind of like put things together. So like, what is like your official opinion at the moment? Like your okay. your current form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for self-love, I feel like people, like, put that out on social media so much. And, like, even when I was younger, like, in high school and, like, early college, I'd be like, yeah, I need self-love. Like, oh, yeah, self-care. Like, this is, like, what self-love and self-care means. And then when I do it, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like I'm taking care of myself, you know? Mm. Like, I feel like there's just this, like, super, like... Uh, I don't even know what the word is. Like Superficial? It, it's, like, yeah, superficial or, like, super... Like, it's, you know, how it's, like society puts something out like how it's supposed to be but it's not that way at all you know like Mm -hmm. people have this like idea of self-love through social media and like they think like it's about like you know being by your like i don't know i can't really explain it but it's not how you put it out on social media that's that's what i say Mm -hmm. that's what i want to say that i feel like self-love really means like Really, I think the only thing I can think about is like what we were talking about, like, like ha- forming a relationship with yourself and seeing yourself as two people, mm-hmm. you know. So like, as how you treat your your significant other, if you do have a significant other, you shouldn't worry about that until you can form that type of relationship with you and you, mm-hmm. you know. And I started to embark on my self love journey. I think in twenty seventeen. And, like, I literally, like, started to see myself as another person, like, a person that could physically sit next to me because I wanted to love her as much as I've been trying to give all this love to another person, like, thinking, like, wow, I haven't even given that to myself. And I, I see myself as, like, two, you know, in like we've been taught like oh you are a half of another person and if you meet another person then y'all become whole but that's really not true in my in my opinion is that you you know you are whole but then as you continue to grow up you start splitting in two because of your disconnect with what people are teaching you what what you're being conditioned to be and do that like you start splitting yourself from your true self and that's the person that you have to connect back to which is the conditioned you the you that you are now the conditioned you and the real you who is hiding inside of you and so like self-love is really to connect those two together again you know and i kind of see like the true self is like your child self you know mm-hmm. and like the the you the you that is like aware and and so that's really my my definition of self-love like to really connect them both and like form a really healthy and loving relationship as if that you are your own partner because you are your own partner you know Mm -hmm. and you really have to like work on that and like if you cannot build a healthy relationship with yourself like you and you Mm -hmm. then don't even think about like trying to bring another person into it you know so yeah I, i don't know like i just i feel like you just have to be okay with being by yourself like truly being by yourself not like you know people always say like oh self-love self-care and i'm gonna be by myself and like those people are the ones that feel the loneliest you know but if you are by yourself and you love yourself you should never feel alone Uh you know that's not self-love like you should never feel alone being by yourself because you should feel excited because you are with yourself and you are not alone because you are with you (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) okay 
Well, I've seen a lot of people like just say recently on my Facebook mm-hmm. feed just being like, yo, like self love is overrated and like like you know, because like uh I I do kind of f- feel that way that like you know, people are like it's a trend. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, mm-hmm. like self love is a trend, and like, like, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Particularly on like the woman experience. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's a trend. <laughs> I was following it when I was younger. You know, we <laughs> like oh, you you want to be independent because I think it is a trend because I think people actually want it. You know, they want the idea of it. They want. They want to love themselves, but mm-hmm. they don't know how to. So what they see on social media is like, oh, I'm going to try to grasp for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, then the people like promote it, over promote it so much to the point where there's no meaning to it, you know? Like, it's just a right. word. It's just a word. And people like see self-care and like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, yeah. I see that everywhere. So, I mean, do you think that self-love is like, or self-care does have meaning now or what? I think it's nothing to do with what you see, but how you feel about yourself. It's an individual journey and like someone, someone's self-love for themselves and like their own way of self-care is, could be way different than yours, you know? Mm. And there could be like general tips on how you can take care of yourself. But then like, like I said, every person is different and like, their own journey of loving themselves is different because everyone goes through different experiences as as children and as when they when they grow up and like it's it's not like the same for people some people have different levels like oh i love myself here and then some people like oh i love myself here and like everyone's at different levels and you can't ever like measure your own process to another person Mm -hmm. and so sometimes that's probably why it gets people like confused like you know like oh that person must love themselves a lot because they're doing all this all this all this but you can't do that you know you can't do that to yourself because you both are not the same person mm-hmm. you know yeah so like how do you go about that then you know like so you're saying that like okay so you think that self-love is like this um obviously so you agree with that it's like overrated mm-hmm. current, at the current moment i think I mean, for like, I think right now for me, I feel like it's not because mm-hmm. I think I, I, I feel like I'm, I know now, like to my knowledge that I do have a better understanding of what really self-love is mm-hmm. than how I used to as, as a young, younger me. Okay. So I, for me, I don't feel like it's overrated because the things that I see now on my feed is very positive and very insightful. Like a lot of the quotes I see is like very true to me. Okay. So... I don't think it's overrated, you know, for me. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so your your whole movement is obviously about damn, you're beautiful. And obviously that speaks to about self-love as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what's your process? Like, what, what, do you, what would you, I mean, not what is your process, but like, what would you recommend about like tackling, finding self-love mm-hmm. you know I, honestly i say isolate yourself but some people are so afraid to do that uh-huh. it's the truth you got to isolate yourself from everyone like not like where you're like you know maybe maybe it might 
you know like I isolated I think in 2017 like I literally like isolated myself from like everybody and sometimes you kind of have to go through that lonely road to really find yourself because like self-love means like you fully accept who you are and what you look in the mirror like you can smile at that person whether you're not even where you want to be like physically or even Mm -hmm. mentally or emotionally like you can just still look in the mirror and just be like damn like I look good or like I feel good you know Mm -hmm. like that's what self like when you've reached a certain level of like really like true self-love is when you can look at yourself in the mirror and just be like dang I look good and even though you were in some wacky I'm I'm gonna swear though wacky as hell or something like you still be like yeah I look good and like going out and just being okay with looking like that like and then like not really worrying about how other people will see you because that's really who your, your true self is and you're like really accepting who that is who you are then like that's what self-love is. It's not about like, you know, self-care, like, you know, massages or whatever. Like that's, that's all right. But like, that's, that's, that's just a, a surface level self-care, you know, like I like those things that it is self-care, but like to really like care and se- love yourself is really to like, just not be afraid of being who you are. Like when you're by yourself and like bringing that out into like being around your family, being around the public, being around friends and stuff, like just being able to do that, you know? Um, so, um, okay, well, I forgot we, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> like, I was, I was trying to make a point, but I don't really remember what I was trying to say. Um, um you were trying to say yeah, something go back along to the, the question, lines of, like, I, I was like, I was trying to make a point, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you, well, you're making a point or a differentiation about surface level, uh, acts and, like, mm-hmm. Um, the intention of self-love. Mm. Actually, can you restate your question? Maybe that would that would help okay. me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, my my f- a question was like, what is it? Not what your personal process is, but like, how do you attempt to find mm, self-love? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. And so, like for me, I believe that you really need to isolate yourself for a certain amount of time, like a healthy yeah. isolation. You right. know, for me, I think I did a really unhealthy isolation, but like. You know, you don't probably don't need to go to the extent that I did, uh-huh. but but like I think just isolating yourself for a certain amount of time to allow yourself to have your own thoughts come in or like your own true self to come in because when you're around people all the time, then like their thoughts and their ideas like influence you to act a certain way, mm-hmm. make a certain decision and like you might not even be wanting to do that, but then like because other people around you are saying, "Oh, it's such a good thing," then you do it, you know? Right. So, for me, and my self-love process is really to like isolate myself from people and really like reflect to myself like what is it that I want how is it that I actually feel about these certain things these certain situations these certain people what are my real thoughts mm-hmm. you know without fearing the judgment from you know a person right next to me or like without feeling influenced that I have to act a certain way or think a certain way in order right to 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 not like to in order to like be fit to fit in or like be accepted by them and for me like that was one of my biggest struggles as a kid like I always like wanted to fit in and wanted to like be with the group and I always just did what they wanted because I grew up like the youngest person so like if you don't agree with the older people then you get bullied all the time so like you just grow up like agreeing and wanting to be part of the group that's how you survived you know Mm -hmm. but then like as I grew up I just felt so you know just depressed I was I was just like really depressed like all my life and so I just felt like what is this disconnect and really like 
going through the self-love journey since 2017 is really just to really discern my thoughts and my feelings and my wants from what my parents want for me, what my siblings want for me, what like the society that I'm, I live in wants for me, my, what my Hmong community like wants for me. You know, like you, mm-hmm. sometimes you're just driven to do things because people want it for you, but that's not being your authentic self. So you have to really become aware of who you really are outside of everyone else. That's really the main thing. Mm-hmm. And then after that, then it just comes self-love with just like different types of other self-love things i guess will come easier to you but that really is the first thing that you have to to embark on yeah i can also see people saying that um well you know how can you even get to that point of self-love you know because because like nobody can change another person besides himself right Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. like how do you think that in order to reach that level of like self-love you have to be able to not want to or not have to be able to not be bothered about loving or having the affection of someone else so you mean like like can we still like want someone else's love and also love ourselves? is that kind of what you mean yeah, I guess so. Like, can you self-love and want, want someone, someone, else's love? someone else's love at the same time? Let's start there and yeah. then we can go deeper. I, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm just talking from my personal experience. Like, in 20, like, you know, since 2017, like, three years now, or not even three years yet. I mean, like, I was embarking on, like, really isolating myself. And, like, I haven't been a re- in a relationship since, like, the beginning of 2018. 18 even maybe a little bit before that because it wasn't clear either mm-hmm. before that if i was actually in a relationship but um um i feel like even though it's really rocky in the beginning when you want to focus on loving yourself because we've all i feel like we've been conditioned to love people more than yourself you know like to always do more for others and the people you love more than yourself mm-hmm. and you know that's just I, I for me I, that's how I grew up you know and I feel like a lot of people grow up that way too especially women and so like when you first start out wanting to love yourself there's going to be so much thoughts that going come from your mind and that, that's going to be bombarding your mind because you have been conditioned to be a certain way to like always be seeking love from something external from you so you're gonna be have you're gonna have to fight against those thoughts it's a fight it's not gonna be easy it's not gonna be smooth to like really find who you are and the voice the real voice in your mind compared to like all the other voices that are speaking to you like you know like maybe your parents voice your friends voice your your significant other's voice that it just is just all like in your mind and you really got to just fight through those things and you're gonna want to still continue to seek love from other people and i think it's a natural feeling for humans to want to be loved i want to be loved you know Mm -hmm. i think loving myself like me loving myself is not enough honestly we're human beings we're gonna want to be loved by other people and i think that's what keeps us going like that's it's just like ingrained in human nature and like human beings that we need to feel loved and we need to feel cared from 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 by other people and um i i yeah i don't but it doesn't for me i don't think it has to be romantic 
you know and mm-hmm. i think that a lot of women like we get stuck into really toxic relationships because we want to seek love that we never received from like the people that we should have got love from and so we try to seek that within our romantic relationships trying to fill that and that's what something i had to go through too like as a young person when i was when i was dating a lot you know like i i would like date someone and then like date someone after that after i break it you know just fall into the cycle of like trying to seek love from these men that i was dating because i never like felt like i received that proper love from like my dad or my mom or like my brothers or my sisters like i just always felt really unloved by my family as a child and as i grew up and like that time when i was you know doing my self-love work like I realized that's what I was doing like going into relationship after relationship because I was not getting that love that I wanted from my family and that's when you become aware of that then you really can't go back to being who you were before like you might make mistakes and like revert back sometimes but you're so aware that you're just like "Mm, I already know what this is and I know this isn't real love you know Mm -hmm. like you just trying to seek love that you don't have but once you like begin to build that love within yourself and if you are grateful enough to have like the people in your life that are still there you know that you want to seek love from like try building good relationships with them you know and then you you will stop wanting to seek like that unhealthy love from people and like when you receive the proper healthy love that you want and it's not going to be perfect you know but to know that you are loved already then some then, then like that that really like crave to want love or romantic love because i believe that romantic love is such a it's such a false idea that like people fall into like romantic love like yeah you're gonna have to explain that one a little okay bit. you want me to you, explain yeah, right now okay yeah, yeah like what do you mean by like fall into romantic like, love it's, like, is it's, such we, a false idea yeah 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 so you're basically <laughs> saying that's a lie it's it it, it kind of is like you know like back when i was a young girl like k-dramas and stuff like i feel like that's that that shit is kind of unhealthy for a a young girl's mind because we believe that that's how a man should be like you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that he's supposed to be real sweet and pull you in and you know stuff like that like Uh it's so sweet like that's so ideal but like we have to remember that like that stuff you know it's not really like the truth of it all like that's not how all men are like we could watch it and enjoy it and love like the romantic you know idea of it but just understand that that's not exactly how life is gonna be like Mm -hmm. when you actually get into a relationship like there there could be moments like that but it's not gonna be like every every part like how it is in the k-dramas you know and for me i feel like i was so wrapped up in like the romantic love because that was like the love that was always promoted everywhere like Mm. in movies and dramas like this is the love that you want romantic love you know oh this is the best love like that's kind of like what they're promoting to young minds like you this is what it is you know but they they never really promote like familial love like brother brother sister love like those things aren't as promoted and the you know like friends and stuff like that yeah it's it's kind of promoted but i feel like people are more drawn to like romantic love Mm -hmm. and like i feel like the truth of it all like you can't get romantic love until you find like some sort of like brotherhood or sisterhood with like you know having like those healthy like connections with other people in your life not just romantic you know okay so i just i just find like it's it's just a really unhealthy idea where like it just like puts 
it into the minds of like young people that that's that's the only love that matters you know and that's how people get so wrapped up in like love like romantic love and they get so like their world tears down because they think that's like the one only love you know right yeah right so let's um okay i feel that that's similar to like so my one of my friends right um mm-hmm. she's going through this type of relationship right now mm-hmm. and uh, basically it's basically like a novella mm-hmm. i don't know if you watch novellas mm-hmm. i mean, like soap opera yeah it's like way like dramatized yeah <laughs> like you, you, you think about like the craziest k-drama you've seen and like novellas are like way <laughs> crazier <laughs> like it's crazy people getting slapped and killed <laughs> and like because you know wives are sleeping with their brothers <laughs> and all that stuff and like um basically she's like living a novella oh, at the no. current moment and it's just like yo like why are you trying to be a novella right now <laughs> like what you know oh you know better gosh. i know you know better yeah, yeah, like yeah. why are you trying to live on no- a novella it's <laughs> like yo girl get <laughs> like you know um but on that note of like what the type of loves like you know like, what do you think so you know like self-love you said you have to treat it at like like um somebody like as if you're somebody else but like what do you like what to you like how would you define love like what does it boil down to like the the essence of love like in general and then we can tack on like you know brotherly love and sisterly love or like romantic love and mm-hmm. you know friend love mm-hmm. I, I feel like love like the simple way to put it is like when you love someone like you would do things for them without like expecting something back you know mm-hmm. um like when you love someone it's a feeling and you can't really explain when you love someone whether it's like your mom or like a significant other a sister like you just feel the love like you can't really explain the love like you can have the worst days with the person you love and mm-hmm. you can still love them they could could have put you through the worst shit and you still love them mm-hmm. so it's not about sometimes it's not even it is about action if you want to keep that relationship right but like sometimes people can still love you and still hurt you you know what i'm saying yeah so do you think that that okay i get what you're saying and i think listeners and viewers are gonna agree but like do you think that when you love someone you can stop loving someone i think the love may change but i feel like you don't i just feel like you just can't stop loving someone i mean i I don't know like i think once you've built a certain relationship with someone like maybe that you can fall out of love with someone but doesn't mean like you don't continue to have love for that person maybe the love has just changed Mm -hmm. you know so you said something interesting so like um fall out of love like what is that even what is that mean to you mm-hmm. like people use that those phrases a lot like yeah. oh i love you or or like i've fallen in love with you so like versus i love you you mm-hmm. know like what's the difference there i've fallen in love with you versus i love you you know i i 
you know yeah you're right people use that a lot and like even i haven't really even thought about what the difference is but i feel like when people say like i fall like i'm in love with you like that's like romantic like that's like when you really want to be like when you decide to be with someone like as a significant other like that's what it means like because you would never say i'm in love with you brother or i'm in love with you mom (laughs) you know it's like more of like a romantic like where like it's kind of like you two as uh, two people like want to come together to like you know be together as romantic partners and so when you say like when we say like fall out of love like even i don't know that you know like i don't understand why people fall out out of love like i get really sad when i hear people who's been married for like 20 30 years and they like just you know they don't they're not together anymore it's like how can how can that happen you know how can you just fall out, out of love so i don't think i have like a like I don't have personal experience or like much knowledge on that but like what I can assume is like over the years maybe like that person could have changed you know or or maybe they do love each other and maybe they just ha- aren't don't want to work it out you know to to put an effort to to keep each other you know happy cuz maybe the other person may have stopped trying you know like just right. putting putting in that perspective but like I mean if they love each other then wouldn't they keep trying you know what I'm saying? No, not necessarily, you know, because I feel like you can still love someone like you could have been with someone mm-hmm. and like maybe the other person's not trying, you know, mm-hmm. and then and because maybe that per- other person is going through like their own personal things and maybe that person just isn't trying anymore because they are so focused on their own ish- their their issues, personal issues. And so like even if like that person still loves you like maybe they just got a lot of funk that they got to work on and then the person like who is trying like sometimes you just got to understand like maybe that person just is not ready or is is going towards a direction that's not including you so sometimes you just have to make that decision for yourself because you have to love yourself to make this decision that maybe it's just that time you know and like when you really love someone you don't give up easily but if it really gets you to that point where you do like feel like oh dang like this has really come to it then it must have really come to it you know yeah but also like if you really did love someone wouldn't that mean that you would just like work it out you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like to the other side of that like Mm -hmm. point that you're trying to make I think it just depends on how much you think the love is worth. I think everybody is different. Some people are willing to be put go through more pain to like get something to work. Some people don't, and like it's just the person's decision, you know. Because um, I can't speak for everybody, you know. Everybody's situation is different, but um, it just depends. I guess it just really depends on where you are, on where you are in life, and if you know yourself enough to. Or in like how long y'all been married or y'all been together, you know, it just is so, ugh, so much. There's not one definite answer to that. There's so many situations and I'm not a definite answer ever. <laughs> I'm always no, like, it yeah. just depends. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It really depends. Yeah. No, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, with that kind of like definition of a, like what love is like, how how like people always try to find self-love right Mm -hmm. and you know they go off like this is from from what i've seen they go off their friends hang out with their friends you know they go and they do all the like 
physical stuff that you talked about Mm -hmm. but according to you that's not self love Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you say physical things, like what do you mean? You know, like they go get a pedicure mm-hmm. or like they go work out, mm-hmm. you know, um, or like they start eating healthier, things like that. Like, mm-hmm. do you think that that is still self-love then? Because like earlier you mentioned that like, oh, like it doesn't self-love doesn't just mean that you just go and get a massage. Like, yeah, you know, Mm hmm. It could mean that, but like that's not really what self love is. So like, so mm-hmm. how, in your definition of love, with your definition of love and your context of self love, mm-hmm. like how how does one like reach to that point that you're kind of like talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I I believe like all those things that you talk about really it is it is like self care and like it it does embody self love, mm-hmm. but I think that you can't put that into like the a way of living unless you get to that point where I take I said earlier like where you can really know what your intentions are in life compared to other people's intentions like expectations for you and like what other people are telling you what to do and so you're asking like how can you get to that point where you can isolate yourself and like find out who who you truly are outside of it no not like how do we get to that point but like do you I I was just simply I guess I was just asking if if you think that those actions are a form of self love. Oh, not. okay. Yeah, no, I definitely think it is. Um, but I think that it people can try to do those things, but if you don't get your mental right, then it won't be as effective. Cause some people can like do all those things and mm-hmm. still not be happy with themselves. You right. Still look into the mirror after you work out so much and still hate who you look hate how you look there's like the the most handsome dudes ever and the most beautiful girls ever that Mm -hmm. they look like fine as hell and like they're looking at them so saying i'm ugly and fat i'm like what and like okay no lie sometimes i used to do that so much too you know like i was like one of those people where like people always say like you look good and stuff and i'm just like like i look and so look at myself in the mirror and i just hated what i see yeah so no matter like see for personal experience for me too is like no matter how much I worked out, I still did not love myself, uh-huh. you know? And, like, it wasn't until I mentally corrected myself on how I how I viewed myself was when, like, working out made me feel good and, like, eating right, you know, actually incorporating it into my lifestyle and not making it, like, oh, I have to, you know, I have to do this in order to, to love myself or I have to do this in order to look good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, having that want and, like, crave, like, oh, I have to, I have to mm-hmm. is not self-love. That's still you wanting to please other people. Like, why do you have to do that? No, you don't. Like, do it for you. Like, mm-hmm. you do it because you want to do it for you. Like, right. and you want to be healthier and you want to look good and, and you want to shape your lifestyle around those things that is continuous self-love and continuous self-care because you actually care now for who you are you're not just doing it to to have a nice booty shot for people to say to like online or like you're not just like eating healthy to gain attention from people like oh wow she's so healthy you know Mm -hmm. but you're actually just doing it because you're trying to incorporate it incorporate it into your way of living and like then when you start doing that it's just it's just like part of you and it doesn't even feel like like outside of you anymore, you know? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel that. So kind of like to clarify your point is like um, it, it really depends on the intention mm-hmm. of what 
where you're going into mm-hmm. like uh, I guess to kind of like translate it in another way mm-hmm. is to say that you can't expect so if if I was to embark on a journey of self-love mm-hmm. and be like yeah I'm gonna go find myself and like just love myself like you know <laughs> Yeah. forget all the girls out oh there i'm just gonna go find myself <laughs> be a solo man be oh single and God. like kill it you know <laughs> but um and so like i i start that mindset and so like whatever i do i do it because like it's all for self-love and so i think to get to kind of get to your point is like you can't go out with your friends hoping that through through that you'll find self-love or like you'll acquire more points towards your self-love mm-hmm. bar experience mm-hmm. you know um those actions do give you more self-love but only if you started out with the intention of self-love does that make sense so where i'm coming from is like okay so like i i start my journey and i'll, I'll just go hang out with my friends you mm-hmm. know because like to your point i'm trying to avoid being lonely Mm -hmm. and like i'm just hanging out with my friends like that's it's it's self-love you know like forget about girls it's all about me and like me and my homies and like i'm just living life i'm coasting Mm -hmm. and but that also could be toxic and damaging to yourself even more Mm -hmm. if you're not ready Mm-hmm. for that but uh, you know some people would put themselves in that situation thinking that oh this will help me get over that person or get over this hump or get mm-hmm. over this threshold mm-hmm. and you know but it doesn't is that what you're kind of saying mm-hmm. as well um i don't know i feel like that might be a little bit different from okay. what i'm trying to say okay um but i feel like just to to branch off of what you were saying i think that it is really healthy to have support and love from Mm -hmm. others who like after like a like you know if you've broken up with someone and you're going through a hard time i think it's really important to have a community like Mm -hmm. like when i say community i mean like just someone that you can depend on that can give you love and support at that time like like just to be around too, like going out with friends and stuff but you have to be really careful about which friends you go out with because you have like you know party friends and you have like gen- like okay party friends are gen- could be genuine too but like you know like there's certain actions that what you, you do to say about me? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like certain actions you do when you're very heartbroken yeah. you know like very heartbroken like you have to really choose what you want to do because it can make it worse you know like doing right. that every weekend could make it worse maybe going out once like after you've broken up like oh let's just go get a drink like that's cool but th- when you start making that into a habit you know mm-hmm. then that's not good for you so i think like it's really important to like have friends that care about you and really want you to be better you know right. um so definitely i think that is a part of healing and a part of self-love is to allow others to love you too you know mm-hmm. and um but then at the end of the day mm-hmm. you have they are not going to save you they're not going to make you get over anyone like you have to take their love and support and like move yourself out of that space you know like you always it's always you you have to you're responsible for getting yourself out of that gunk people are there to support you but they can never hold your hand and like move you through every step of your your process it's you it's you Mm -hmm. yeah um 
also i kind of want to start moving towards like you know so people use that excuse i wouldn't say it's an excuse like Mm -hmm. self-love is never an excuse Mm -hmm. um i also think it's super important but sometimes people get to a point where they do end up using it as an excuse like Mm -hmm. self-love is super important super key to your own health mentally but sometimes people use it as like a barrier towards like oh i'm not going to expose myself again to the hurt that i experienced Mm -hmm. and i i think that that's not a good way of looking at self-love like self-love you can have self-love and protect yourself but like that doesn't mean that you can't open yourself up to another relationship down the road Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you happen to be single, mm-hmm. you know, as to your point earlier on in the in the in the talk, I kind of want to bring it back in is that like it's not the fact that like two perfect people are coming together. Mm-hmm. Like no one can be perfect. Like mm-hmm. I can never be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's two independent people. And I, I think that people always mix independent and perfect together Mm. um which i don't think really works you know what i'm saying like just because you're independent doesn't mean that you're perfect uh perfect no yeah yeah i mean i'm not saying like perfect for the other person that Mm -hmm. you want to go talk to Mm -hmm. but like just perfect by yourself like you you're always no matter who you're with it there's always going to be flaws within yourself Mm -hmm. no matter what um self-love is just the vehicle to help you find the person that you really empower you as Mm -hmm. well that's what i think Mm -hmm. i don't know what do you think about like what exactly what do you mean like do you think like what is what is the point at which stop focusing on because this is something that's come up within um a lot of people that I've been talking to him mm-hmm. with is that like use there's a point with yeah like at what point if someone is really trying to you know flirt with you or like yeah. really be your romantic lover yeah and like at what point of self love is it okay to like go to the next not go to the next level but go back out in the open and right. just like true oh yeah, yeah play on the court you know. Right you know honestly um i don't know if that's really what self-love means like to protect yourself from hurt you know like right i don't for me i feel like that's really not i think that's just your own insecurity of like being hurt again and like that's just fear i feel like it's just fear oh yeah because i feel like if you really love yourself then you wouldn't fear loving other another person Mm. you know like if you've reflected enough i think well you know what i think that you will always have those like things in the back of your mind like oh like what if i get hurt again you know of course it's natural as a human being to be afraid but like if someone like if you're trying to like find someone you know after you've you know you've been doing self-reflection and like and um filling yourself up with more love healthy love for yourself and like from others who are healthy for you who are not romantic I think if you find the right person, it it, it it shouldn't be scary. Like you should not 
not want to like there's probably fear but like if you've talked about it and like just the way you feel about someone like it should not be fearful you know like you should not that should not be like the main thing that you 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 think about if you really want to be with someone um and if you're fearful even if that person's the right one then you have to go back and reflect on why you're so fearful like maybe you haven't worked through certain things in your life yet like where you're still holding on to this trauma that you've had with the past person Mm -hmm. that you were with then that must mean that you still got more work to do you know and like if you really care like love this person you can't be with them because you are still dealing with things and that's like that's your own personal thing like that you have to go back and reflect on but if you've already like if you've built a lot of self-love for yourself and like you know i don't know i don't just don't think you should be fearful of flirting or like being around like like for me personally like just speaking for me um right like for example like I don't know. Like, for me, I don't feel like I want to be with anyone romantically right now. Sure. And, like, I think it's just because I think I realized that it wasn't romantic love I was seeking for all my life. It was just, like, real love, like, just from the people around me, you know? Like, I just really wanted to be loved by, like, the people that matters to me. And so I think that I just tried to seek that in romantic partners, but I think as I grew, I'm growing up now, I'm starting to learn how to, you know, form those rela- healthy relationships with the people around me that I want, I want to be loved by. And like, it's starting to show a little bit more day and day and it makes me feel really good and it mm-hmm. makes me feel loved, you know? And like, that's the kind of love that I want to focus on right now. Like familial love and like friendship love. Cause I think that romantic love is like, it is I, I earlier I said it's a like it's fake or right. like I didn't say it was fake but it's like a very false idea like people think that you can just <laughs> achieve romance right at the first level that's right. not true for right. me I think romantic romantic love it is it is is such a high type of love it's it is really high up there because mm-hmm. you don't just love ro- romantically with everybody you know you right. you can give love to like a lot of people you know like but then like romance romance is like usually you know it's like one person that you really really love in that way so like you cannot really achieve that romantic love just like on the first level i feel like you have to build friendship build trust and then like it can lead to romance afterwards Mm -hmm. so that's why for me i'm not worried about romance because like i've I've realized like i've back then i put myself in romantic relationships with people i never trusted or people i never really knew you know like you kind of you know you kind of just like you know them for like a month and you're like okay let's date and then they like they say i love you like, uh i guess i love you too like you know you're right. just like young and dumb and you're just like kind of going with things and you're like uh, i guess i love you but like right. as i reflect now i'm like uh, yeah that was not love like it, i think it honestly took me like a year or two to actually love that person you know okay. because i didn't really even know them like that so right. for me like i'm just worried about right now like building good relationships with people and if like that were like you know whoever i i love you know whether mm-hmm. they are like a man or woman or you know whoever um like i i want to make sure that we can be friends first like is it's just like i don't know i just feel like if you stick around long enough to be my friend then then that must mean that you actually really care for me if someone like who really love me or like they say they just want to be romantic with me romantic with me right there and then like and then like if i don't want to be romantic with them they leave and that just shows kind of who they are you know right um and I know that some people like in, 
are in different stages in life where they're trying to find someone to love blah 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 but for me like I don't want to rush it anymore I want to make sure like this person is is someone that I click well and like can be with me for a lifetime you know it's not just a fast like infatuation quick thrill kind of thing that's always like promoted into in movies and stuff like it just don't some and it happens for some people but like I feel like a lot of times it you really love a person after like years you know you realize you want to be with someone after years you know okay. so it it's just kind of like my way of of seeing it and like i, I don't know if i'm answering the question because i always forget because i always strive <laughs> on it i'm like wait what was the question again oh my gosh i've been striving no, up to the stuff. no but, but you say a lot of things that i think that people um think differently on mm. right because like right you just said that like it's gonna take years like <laughs> maybe it's just me <laughs> you know, it's just me though it's just like you know some people are gonna be like okay <laughs> that's just you right there exactly <laughs> what you just, just said me. they're gonna it say that to you me. right yeah. now but um you know it's like totally i think it obviously varies from person to person mm-hmm. just like what you said <laughs> like it definitely does vary from person to person um and what they believe love is, you know, like mm-hmm. for you, for you, like you believe that love is this way, mm-hmm. like, and from what your own experience is, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I have my own belief about what love is too, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just like, what I believe and what you believe may not be true, but there's some, there's some objective truth about love, mm-hmm. you know, um, and like. I don't know where I'm going to now. <laughs> I'm just like, I'll get lost in the scene. Like, what, is, what, what is the question again? I, was like, oh. I don't even remember. What was the question? But like. I It was like dis- discerning something. I don't remember. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I do think, though, that like for me, love is, is a, it's a lot of things. Don't get me wrong. It's mm-hmm. a lot of things. But I think, oh, yeah, this is the original question. Like, <laughs> okay, what does okay. it boil down to? Like, what does love boil down to? Like, um, I think that was the original question. <laughs> no. But for me, I think what love boils down to is ultimately a choice. That doesn't mean that, like, love doesn't go through phases, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I know your question. You uh, self remember people making excuses for self love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, people, people ma- oh, they make excuses like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah, because yeah. of right the insecurities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I think that that's um, a little bit true. You know, like don't get self love mixed with your insecurities. Yeah, like definitely don't. Yeah, do that. But it takes a lot of, like, what you said, Mm self-awareness, self-reflection to really differentiate that for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I recently just got... uh, Some people would say recently. I don't think it's that recent. (laughs) It's been about, like, six months now. Okay. uh, Since I broke up with my ex. Um, I think that's a long time. But some people will be like, wow, that's so short. Like, you know, and it, it all depends on how people recover and things like that. And mm-hmm. that's really fine. Um, but, like, just because I broke up with my ex pretty recently, I suppose, that doesn't mean that I, and, and I, you know, I'm all about self-love for sure. But that doesn't mean I use self-love to be like, oh, I don't want to 
talk to this new girl that I think shows interest in me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to your point, I think that like people are like super insecure, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not even like insecure, but like people are like so afraid to be that vulnerable. And I feel like if you, like self-love doesn't stop your fears, Mm-hmm. But, like, self-love is so similar to, like, self-love builds courage. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. It does, it does. You know, courage amongst a, a, a lot of other things, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, courage is not, like, being able to not be fearful anymore. Like, mm-hmm. real courage. You're always scared when you have courage, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can still be scared and be fearful yeah. even if you have courage. Like, courage is not, like, oh, I have no fear. Yeah, it's courage does not equal or it's it's not congruent to having no fear. Yeah. You know, courage is having the strength to fight your fears and not overcome them. Eventually you will overcome your fears mm-hmm. if you continually build your courage and mm-hmm. just keep holding on to your courage, mm-hmm. but like courage is the strength to fight and um interact with your fears. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and some people would say, well, then you're not being afraid anymore. Well, you are still afraid. You just have the strength to go fight them. It's like a bully, mm-hmm. you know, just because you're about to go fight the bully that's been bullying you mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean that you're not afraid that you're going to get beat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, you could yeah, still yeah. get beat. But like you got to stand up. Yeah. That, you know, you have the courage to go stand up in mm-hmm. front of him. And I think that if you've built up enough self-love then courage will naturally come with it and like you wouldn't be afraid to let someone in anymore and and if if it doesn't work out and you have another heartbreak like i think i think this is where people also tend to mix self-love with romantic love or like maybe they never really had self-love in the first place was that like okay so like i break up I go do my self-love and then I find another partner and then after I break up with this new partner I'm just as devastated as I was with my the second ex it's like you shouldn't be that if you developed Mm self-love after you break up with your new you know your new ex that you should be in a in a place of more like you should be more comfortable still Mm -hmm. like yeah you're it's going to hurt. It's going to suck. Like, whenever you break up, it's always mm-hmm. it always sucks. Um, but, like, I don't think that self-love should always go down when you're in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. that, it doesn't, it doesn't match, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, you shouldn't replace your self-love with the love of someone else. Like, right. that, it, it really shouldn't be like that. That's not healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not. Because, like, if you do that in the relationship, then, like, it almost equates to you losing yourself. Yeah. You know, like you losing your identities and like who you were mm-hmm. be as you were single and when you're together. Like mm-hmm. there's obviously there's going to be things that you do when you're with someone that's different from when you're single, like mm-hmm. clearly. But that doesn't mean that you replace every part of you for uh, the parts person. of the person, yeah. you know. That's true. That's very true. Um, I definitely agree with the things that you say that 
you know, you have to have a certain level of self-love for yourself. And um, I think, you know, I think it fluctuates over through life, but I feel like it, it always, it boils down to like your sense of self. You know, we talked about this yesterday at our, my mm. workshop where self is different from identity, you know, right. how like identity is like, all the things that have been projected onto you as you grow up, like, you mm-hmm. know, being a girl or boy, being um, Asian, being black, being, you know, a different ethnicity. Like, those are like identities that you hold, like being a girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. being a wife, being a father. Those things are identities that aren't the self. And the self is like, when you say, you know, self love that means actually loving the self and not putting any attachment to any identity that you are yeah so when you say self-love it means you are solely just loving the self like who you are with Mm -hmm. no attachment to anything and so if people lose that sense of self and they continue over life keep losing it that means they they're not grounded in who they truly are mm-hmm. and then they they have to really connect to that that's what i was talking about yesterday really grounding it to everybody there like you right. need to really know that you the self can navigate through all these identities these all these identities in truth do not make you who you are you make these identities happen Mm-hmm. You know, you are not these identities. The, um, yeah, these identities are not you. Like, you are these identities. Like, you are what brings life into being, like, for me, like, a Hmong woman, uh, a daughter, a sister. I breathe life into that. That does not breathe life into me. I was born before I was even named those things, you know. Mm-hmm. I was already existing in the womb. And you didn't even know what gender I was. So you could not have made me a sister already or a, a daughter already. You didn't even mm-hmm. know my gender. So people, some they, and some people aren't ready for that truth. But, you know, that's just what I've, what has helped me right. to really embark on this journey that I am going for myself. And right. does it not, doesn't mean I'm excluding everybody around me. Yeah, I love yeah. everyone and I'm doing my best to be connected with people. But I also had to make really strong, create really strong boundaries so I can know who am I outside of all these expectations, all these roles that I am doing. How can I navigate the self in all of these? And I think that's why some people fall into cycles again, because I've been one of the, one of those people who fall into cycles over and over, allowing these identities to rule me, being a good girlfriend, you know, like that was that was the main one, like. You, you are so caught up in trying to be a good girlfriend that you are not actually being your real self, you know? Mm-hmm. And so in order for you to actually be in a good, healthy relationship where you can actually be yourself, mm-hmm. you have to really dig deep about who you truly are and like make healthy boundaries around people to, to really know yourself, you know? And like, you know, that's so cliche, know yourself. But then I hope that it, it gets across that for like, for me personally, like, I don't want to be in a relationship because mm-hmm. I tend to do that when I'm in a relationship. Like, I start to lose myself. I start to want to, like, be what this person wants me to be. Mm-hmm. I tend to, like, do too much. And, like, if this person want to do something, I will do that. If this person want, want me to do this or do that, be that, I will do that. Mm-hmm. Because I 
because I want to make that person happy. That's just a person. That's just the kind of person I am. Like I want to make right. the person I'm with happy, uh-huh. but then like that must mean that I need I have to create like boundaries in order to to really know who I am as the self, and then doing it as the self for the person I'm like t- to make them happy. Not not like just losing my like all my my old self and just kind of like throwing myself like praising this person like doing everything they want you know so like if you are you feel like you're always losing yourself that means you you have to reflect back and like think about who you are and it doesn't mean that you're not that you don't want love but you have to think about yourself first because then you will be hurting yourself and you'll be hurting the person that you're with because usually the people that don't really know who they are they're always breaking up with the person (laughs) And I, I did that, you know, and I hurt a lot of people and I hurt myself too, you know, right. because I'm always like feeling really trapped because I, I don't have any idea who I am. I'm just like trying to be this person for this person, you know. So I think if that's how you're feeling really lost and like you're you're just like doing what the other person wants you to be and do, then like you got to just step back and like, again, create those healthy boundaries to know like who you are and like go and reflect on yourself until you until you find what the self is for you for sure Mm -hmm. for sure yeah (laughs) no i totally agree but i think uh yeah people are i i think i think some people might have a a disagreement yeah what do you what do you think the disagreement may be um about what is the self and identity i think i think that i think that is where people always like they're always like confused not they i don't want to say they are always confused um but i think that's where confusion happens a lot for Mm -hmm. i mean even myself when you asked me that question yesterday i was like oh i've never really thought about it like in those two words Mm -hmm. um so i like to think of myself as like a translator so like you and I could believe in the same thing, but we use different words to mm-hmm. say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, let me try to translate what you said, and I, or maybe even clarify is that like, like what you said, the self is like. It's gonna sound a bit confusing, but the self is you, you as the body, you know, as yourself, as the individual, as a human being that can think, that has a beating heart, all the facts. You know, you being Hmong is not a fact. Like that is a, it's a social construct, you know, like people could look at me and be like, oh, you must be Chinese Mm -hmm. or like you must be Korean. Uh, Obviously you're Asian. So like, but you look Chinese. And I was like, I'm not Chinese. I'm not Korean. Those are identities. I would say that I'm Hmong, but I don't really know that I'm Hmong. Like, what is, who are, who are Hmong people? And, you know, people are going to be like, Hmong ya Hmonga. And it's like, <laughs> we're just Hmong. And it's like, <laughs> we're part of the culture. And obviously, culture is, culture is a social construct. It's not a fact. Me being here is, is a fact. Me thinking and talking and making noise and living is a fact. Um, me being a human is a fact. Um, like my example yesterday is like, like oh, I think you're wearing the same scarf too. Oh, maybe. yep, 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 I am. So you have a red scarf on. Uh-huh. For, so everybody that's not watching, City has a red scarf on, right? Fact, it's a scarf. 
what's not a fact that it's red because what if I was colorblind then to me that could look brown or green you know or it could be a shade of gray you know like that is that's the power of perspective mm -hmm. and that's that's what an identity is it's me calling city scarf red but it's still just a scarf and mm -hmm. so self is basically you you the person and then to clarify what you're kind of saying is that all these identities like you latch onto yourself like being the daughter being the sister the girlfriend the mm -hmm. you know the the caretaker mm -hmm. all these things and like you might like some of these things but that doesn't mean that those things make who you are you breathe life into those labels mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like and and i i totally agree because like I, even as like a sister or even as a brother like you could be the the best brother or the worst brother mm -hmm. well, what, what makes a good and a bad brother mm -hmm. um it's the fact that i'm breathing life into that label like i could be the best brother because i'm putting life into that label mm -hmm. right but I, I feel that i i do think that people have to find who they are outside of their identities mm -hmm. yeah because like to your point about self-love and those identities like if you break up with your first ex and you go on the self-love things it should really be about you not the identity of like i'm single now mm -hmm. right because single being single is an identity like technically speaking everybody is a single being mm -hmm. like I'm not you. You're not me. We can never be joined together. Uh, you know, like physically, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think even spiritually, I don't think we could be like, like I would. I think we latch on to parts of each other, but like I, I never think that we can morph into one being. You know, that's true. I, I mean, if we're talking about spiritual stuff, <laughs> I don't but, know. That's yeah, a yeah, I don't want to get. Yeah, I don't, don't want to get. That's a different deep, topic. <laughs> I, I don't really want to get into deep into that, but like um like you know you can never theoretically at least for me speaking everybody is a single person mm -hmm. it just happens to be that these two single people made a choice to always be close to each other mm -hmm. and not to like you know break boundaries mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. um, that make the other person feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. and when you break up with your first ex don't live self-love through being single i'm gonna find self-love Mm -hmm. you know it should be the vice you versa self-love being with someone you know yeah it should be it, vice it versa i'm gonna be, be i'm gonna get self-love and be single and you know like you did bring something up in my mind when you were talking about what you feel like like all the labels and stuff you know yeah like what we were talking what you were just talking about how like you aren't it like you know i i i want to i want to make like a note that like i think it's really important to accept your identity because like what I, i've been saying is like they aren't you you are it you know mm -hmm. um you have to accept them though like you can't sometimes you can't you won't be able to run away from, from your identities they are a part of you mm -hmm. so when i say that you know finding yourself outside of the labels it does not mean to ignore them because right, that's not right, totally. what what I mean by that. I mean, I'm just saying don't form a, an unhealthy attachment to your identity. 
but you have to live through the, the identity because you are here born here for a reason to be that identity through this world you know like mm -hmm. you know i can't i can't do i can't say these things without going deep because that's just the person i am so like you know for me i just feel like you it's not a mistake that i was born among women and into my family for a reason you know like mm -hmm. i can't run away from being a woman i can't run away from being mung and like some people embrace it fully when they are born you know they embrace mung identity they embrace being a woman you know mm -hmm. and I think those are the people where I would say like, you know, you love it so much, but just remember that it does not define you, you know, like you have to understand like you are not like you are something before that. So just do not get so caught up in the identities. But like me on the other side, like I try to run away from all those identities so much that I started to feel really disconnected with like my body, you know, like for me, I believe that I have a soul like everybody has a soul that's just my perspective and that like you have like you know kind of like mind body and soul kind of like that like I just feel really disconnected like soul and body where I'm trying to run away from all these identities because I was because I just like the way I see things like oh I just hate all these like social uh like con what is it, social constructs and like yeah. all these roles like I just hate all that stuff like why society has to create all these roles for us I'm gonna run away from it but then like when I try to do that like it just kind of gave me a confliction because you know I started to realize as I was growing up like oh like I was born to be this way for a reason. So mm -hmm. I, on the other side, I had to come to embrace like being Hmong because I hated being Hmong for a long time. I hated being a woman for a long time. But once I started to embrace those identities of mine, then I started to have a clearer view of actually the self, which is interesting because it, 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 but, but I have to understand too, like, but it's not about being those like, forming like oh I, I am just this person like you know I, I am just Hmong you know like it's not about being them but it's about embracing them and like mm -hmm. carrying them forward to make you like yourself I guess you know so so being able to embrace all your identities so I just wanted to make that clear that that like don't run away from it I'm not telling you to look at yourself like outside of like you know like completely like unattached or anything right. because you have to attach yourself to identities in a healthy way in order to to navigate this world because then you just be like like an empty body with nothing like right. that you can connect to mm -hmm. so 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 yes yeah, so i'm saying that like you know see yourself outside of those labels but also like be able to navigate through those labels and like embrace it because that that it is you are it you know you are those you are those identities when you breathe life into it Cool. That's all. Stuff, all right. Well, love. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I think that's I think that's a good note to like stop on. Mm -hmm. Um, so before we end, where can people find you? Mm -hmm. You know, your what are your what are your social media handles? Yeah. So I am active on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. I have my blog as well. Um. So, like, I'm very, like, I, I feel like Facebook is, like, really popular for me. So, like, all my stuff should be on Facebook. Like, if you go through my blog, like, all my, like, social media is on there. And it's just Wabi space Sabi. W-A-B-I space S-A-B-I. 
BI. And um, this year, I'm really focusing on, like, I've been doing a lot of women empowerment stuff, um, writing and uh, hosting workshops and stuff like that. But this year, I really want to focus on my creative content, like my poetry. I want to start making music this year really to try to connect with people. That's really my my purpose, like to really connect with people and relate with them and like just encourage people to to be authentic, be their real self. Um, and just realize that we're all not perfect and we can always be better the next day. Um, so like, yeah, so I, I'm just waiting for my process to happen with music. And so a lot of stuff is gonna come out on YouTube and, and SoundCloud this year, um, but it's also a process that I have to be patient on doing for sure all right well you know where to find me guys uh at taboo Tao on every platform <laughs> youtube soundcloud facebook instagram spotify uh etc cetera, etc cetera. and yeah well i'm glad you all if you guys made it to the end of the episode thank you guys i appreciate you all listening in <laughs> um and watching depending on what platform you're you're viewing this on but until next time everyone This message is prohibited.